This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. We are in a series called Equipped, and we're taking apart the armor of God. And we're going through each piece of armor and showing you how you can actually apply this in your daily life, because just to read it and just to know it and even memorize it is not going to help you if you don't put the armor on every day. So that's why it's important to go over and to figure out what we're doing. And today, Al, we're going to be talking about being equipped with faith. Right. And, um, well, we covered so, the belt of truth, right? right? Well, it was the first one, then the breastplate of righteousness, and the sh- right. we were just talking about the shoes of peace. Right. So exactly. today we're talking about faith. It's it's the shield of faith, right? How to operate in faith. With the shield of faith. It creates Absolutely. a shield. When you operate in faith, there's a shield that goes Absolutely. up. Absolutely. This is good. This is Ephesians 6.16. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified. It says, above all, lift up the protective protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Now, notice that this says above all. And what this doesn't mean is that this is the most important part of the armor. This is not what it means. What it means is that it's all about faith in Jesus. It's who you have your faith in. Okay, so, you know, you have to know that faith is absolutely everything. And nothing will work for you without faith. We received faith when we received Jesus. We stay in peace because of faith. This is what it means. It's that faith in the right thing is above everything else. You know, people say, oh, uh, you have a little faith. I have great faith. Well, first of all, we have the faith of the Son of God inside of us, and that could be immeasurable, okay? But uh, it's not so much how much faith. When people say you have little faith, great faith, what, what it really means truthfully is that's how much faith you are using in this situation. That's what it actually means. Right. But they think they only have, they think right. they've been given a measure of faith. In other words, right. you got some faith given to you, but you better really, really, really pray, 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 and you might get some more. No, you were given the measure of faith, right. which means you've got all the faith you'll ever need. You have total Absolutely. faith. It's Absolutely. It's a gift from God that was given to you. Absolutely. We so the point it. is, where is your faith? Who is it in? And this is where everything begins, and that's what it means. But let's look at Hebrews 12, too. It says, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter or finisher of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity. So faith is everything. It's all about our believing and our relying and our depending upon Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And I love this. I love this teaching because Al and I, we, you know, we're real big on standing against the enemy. We really, really are. And I remember Dwayne Sheriff said one day, and someone asked him, well, how long am I supposed to stand? And he says, until you get your answer. You, just keep you know, standing. you never give up. Never, never give never. up. Don't change your mind. You know, part right. of my success in Christianity is exactly that. I don't change my mind and I don't give up. 
And you know, I was reading this here when you said that. It says, looking away from all that will distract us. The devil has no power against your faith. He can distract you. And what he does is he gets you thinking on different things, going different ways. If he can keep you distracted, he could keep you immobilized. That's really good, Al. That's really good. That's the whole point of it. And he can't touch my spirit. He can't touch your spirit. Right. You can't, your faith would blow him out of the window like it was right. nothing. Right. And he knows that. Right. So what he has to do is deceive you, wow. distract you. Wow. Right? That's good. Wow. And today, in today's day and age, the great distraction on the church was uh, the COVID. And, and all that, I mean, what a distraction. Right. Because it's serious and it creates fear. In, in the lives of people, you right. know, and they're paralyzed by it. I've seen it. And tell me now, are you thinking of God? No, I'm thinking of how to stay alive, how to keep my kids safe, because I'm actually paralyzed and full of fear because of what they're saying about this. So that's a huge distraction. Huge. Fear is major. And you know. churches aren't as full as they used to be in some areas. You know, some churches are not, not everyone came back. You know, I mean, great, we have online services and everything, and that's awesome. But I'm just saying, you see how it affects and it distracts from what you were doing. Fear will immobilize you in two seconds. Right. You know, they in the Nuremberg trials, they asked, uh, like Hitler's number, I, I can't remember the guy's name, Hitler's like number one man, back with the Nazis in Germany and all of that. Uh, I think it was Himmler. And they said, how'd you do this? How did you control this whole population at this level? And he said, it's easy. All you have to do is create fear. Wow. And we'll get them to do anything we want. Wow. Wow. And, you know, the major fear, the first fear, or the, the highest fear, is the fear of death. Mm-hmm. Number one fear. And that's all you got to do is, well, actually, they... Oh, well, that's public speaking. It's the number, number one, one fear is public speaking. But, okay, let's go to number two, the fear of death. <laughs> and uh, yeah. the fear of death is so strong that you'll do things that's incredible that you don't want to do, that's against what you believe because you're afraid of dying. That's so true. You know what I mean? Yes, that's really true. So that's a huge distraction, but go huge. ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's it. That's good. Um, so uh, The shield. In the that shield time. at that time, it was big. It was like the size of a door. I mean, this was a serious right. thing. It was so big, you had to kind of hook it on your arm to hold it. It was so hard. And they would have, they would have been strong guys, if you, know, if you know what I mean. And it would protect their whole body, but it was made out of wood. You know, they well, didn't, that's heavy. Oh, my goodness. They didn't have Kevlar. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't have all these fancy things that we have today. And they covered it with, like, something, linen, like like a canvas product, mm-hmm. uh, and they would make it wet. They would wet it down, and it made it even heavier. But why? Yeah, Be- they would wet the soak <clears throat> it. That's right. Because the enemy would throw these ignited balls of linen at them. It's kind of like the fiery darts of the devil coming right. at you. And and they're the whole point was to get the wood on fire. But what they actually had in them was like a. Um, was like a liquid that would run down on there, and that liquid would ignite and keep because it's not going to burn instantly. And it would ignite wood. It would ignite wood eventually, and so it it was like um, <clears throat> uh, it was like a chemical. Wow. It was just oil that would run down, and it would begin to burn slowly, but it kept burning. Wow! And eventually, it would ignite your shield, 
And that's what the devil's doing. He's throwing fiery darts to burn your shield down. Like, how do we apply this today? Again, we talked about that. You have to be aware that you have an enemy. Yeah. And, you know, people go, oh, the enemy did this and the enemy did that. This is serious. You have an enemy who is, hates you beyond anything you can imagine, will do anything to take you down. He doesn't fight fair. Uh, he would, he, he just, he, he wants to destroy you at a level that we can't even imagine. Right. Because of his hatred for you. That's right. So when your enemy is that, uh, I'll use the word, energized or charged up against you, any enemy like that, when they get mad and they're really mad, it gets serious. And we don't, we don't take it serious. The devil's no. trying to take you out. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's look at First Peter 5a9 and see how true that actually is. <laughs> and I'm reading this from the Amplified. It says, be sober, okay, well-balanced and self-disciplined, be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, wow, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. I mean, it tells you exactly what to do. Be firm in your faith, which is what we're talking about again, against his attack, rooted, established, and immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experiences, experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. Now, you know, that's important. Yes, it is. Perhaps, I was just, no, you say it. That's well, I good. was going to say that, you know, the devil will, will try to put some kind of a persecution on you or some kind of a problem. And then the devil will say, you know, Al, yeah. you're the only one yeah. that's ever gone through. You're the only. Meanwhile, all the Christians have an enemy, and he's fighting everybody. Right, the, right. The, the devil's main tool is to say. You know what that does? That'll, that would put you in a woe is me attitude. And you'll pity, never get out of anything. Pity party. Pity party. That's right. If you, Now you're going to start. Boy, he knows how to do Now you're going to start feeling sorry for yourself, and you're never going to stand up and fight because you're so worried about, you know. Poor you gotta, baby. Yes. I'm you happen yes. to me. I'm the only one. That's right. And you know what? He did it to me. The devil did it to me for years. I would go into this pity party situation. Like, where is God? And and I remember the Lord broke through one day and said, as long as you're in a pity party, I can't do anything with you. And it's like, well, I thought that's what you wanted. You know what I mean? I like my pity party. Like that victim mentality. Enjoy it. Yeah. I'm a victim and it's not my fault. You know, I always say you can't be a, a victim and more than a conqueror at the same time. <laughs> I mean, it's either one or the other, so oh, you know, and like it's that. always our choice, but I love it. It says, being rooted, established, and immovable, mostly by what we're talking about uh, in the last show about the, 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 the feet, uh, you know, the, the, yeah, yeah, in that ground, immovable, you're not gonna move me from this. Um, you know, it's really true, when, and you know, the peace, one of the things about peace, regardless of how bad it gets in your life, you're going to heaven. Right. If right, you're born right, again. Right. Um, oh, well, yeah. You're going to heaven. So sometimes you have to focus on that and say, you know what? All these people that are persecuting me, you know, unbelievers that hate me, they're going to hell. Right. Right. I'm going to heaven no matter how you figure it. I may not be the best person in heaven. I'm or whatever. It doesn't matter. But I am going to heaven. And that should bring peace beyond anything. Yeah, it's rough, rough, rough. And yeah, it's no fun. 
but I'm going to heaven, they're not. Yeah, you have to remind yourself of these things. You know, I have a friend, and a lot of you know her, Mercy Santos, and she was, uh, she's been on the show, and she's been healed of MS, and she is, she is so strong in the Lord, and her and I talk a few times a week, and we pray a lot, and we help each other, you know, and like iron sharpens iron, and she calls me, and she goes, I've been attacked on every end this week, and I'm just saying no devil, and we go together in prayer, and we are, just like it says, we're rooted, established, and immovable, and the devil cannot take that away from us, because we choose to stand on the word of God above anything that's coming against us, and so we pray together, we fight together, and then our phones start to shake, and we know, okay, the devil's running away, we got it, you know, and it's just been awesome. And you need somebody like that in your life. I mean, I have you and you have me and we come together many times when we feel the need. And, and, you know, unity is so important, but we are firmly established in our faith. And this is the way we live. So, you know, the church for the most part is clueless that they have an enemy. I remember I was in this one church. I went to that church for years and they never said the word devil because that's negative. It's a negative tone, and that we don't want to have any negativity around here. I get that. I'm, I'm, I'm not for negativity in any way. But to sit there and say the devil was doing this or something that was negative. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they give the, they, you know, they give, they give all the credit that happens in their life, right or wrong, good or bad, to God. To God, the sovereignty of God. And the yes. devil's got a free pass, and you know what? He becomes invisible. And just because he's invisible doesn't mean he isn't operating to destroy you. You know, but they're um, no threat to him, right? When when you don't expose him, you're not a threat to him. That's right. And you know? he's just doing things to you. You know, uh, Josh was telling me how I I was talking about how I go on the computer and I can click on this one thing and it says it's an invalid password. But if you click it again, it goes through because I know it's right. Right. And I said, I think it's because um, <clears throat> they're trying to stop somebody. And he said, there's an invisible thing. You can't see it right. that comes up in the computer and goes in and shoots to see, is it a robot? Is it a person? It's the right. same thing. Now the devil's invisible. You're right. looking at your screen right. and there's things happening that you can't see. Wow. And it's the same thing. So it's almost like the church has made him invisible. They just yes. say, God did all of this. And the devil gets a free pass. That's right. You know, um, you know, some darts of the enemy, like in your life, like you, and I think we mentioned this in one of the other shows that you brought this 52 pickup and, uh, you know, it, it I, needed work. And I bought know. a 1952 Ford pickup. It was a real pretty cute little truck. You know, I'm into old cars. I have a bunch of stuff. And uh, <clears throat> I never drove it. <laughs> I, uh, it. It was shipped to me. And I drove it a mile to my mechanic, not even, and I told him, you got to fix a bunch of things. And in the process of doing this, he said, I have to take it to my other location. Whatever, go and do whatever. The process of doing that, he said, the brakes quit and he crashed it all up. This happened just recently. Just recently this happened. But here's the thing. Most people would say, well, God is mad at you and he wrecked your little You should have never bought that You shouldn't have bought that. What's <laughs> our matter with you? You're bad, bad, bad. <clears throat> First of all, I don't do anything if I'm not quite certain God's in it. That's right. And I look for the signs of God being in it and that kind of thing like that. Yeah. Um, 
And they'll say something like, well, God is trying to teach you that you're bad. You did evil. That's a judgment for sin. What did you do? <clears throat> what did you do? You know, oh. like, uh, like Job's three friends. What did you do for this to come on you? And, and God was so displeased with them. He said, you have not spoken right of me. And that is so That's, true. That is such a good one. When you read the book of Job and they're going, his friends are going on that you sinned. You must have sinned. You sinned. And, and Job was maintaining his innocence. He was. He was maintaining. He said, oh, I didn't do it. You beat me up. And uh, it goes on and on and on. And then in the end, he, God says to Job's three friends, you have not spoken what is right about me. In other words, he, was, he wasn't saying Job ever sinned. Right. He said, you guys accused him of something he didn't do. Right. And, um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I had a similar situation. I had a, a car I was selling. And I, the, way, the best way you sell these old cars, you go to a car show with a for sale sign. That's where the people who buy these things are. Right. And you can sell them so fast, sell them in one night. Uh, sometimes. And so anyway, I had one I was uh, was going to take and I was rummaging around and I knew the Lord was saying, take it to that car show, put a for sale sign on it and you'll sell it. Okay. And in the, my process of rummaging around in the garage, a, a actual, it's a tile saw in a big bucket. Nice. This thing would hit me in the head, knock me right to the ground. And this was like an hour or two before I was leaving. And there was blood all over the place. And, and I just stood up and I, it was so much blood. I had to take a towel and put it on the spot at the whole stop the bleeding. Wow. And I said this, the devil will not steal from me my blessing. The devil is not going to cause me to not go to this car show. And I got the blood to, st- in fact, I spoke to the bleeding and I commanded it to stop and the bleeding stopped instantly. I had this towel full of blood, and it just stopped. And I took, my hair was all full of blood, and I didn't want to wash it because I didn't want to open it up, so I put a hat over it, and I got in the car and went there. Don't let the devil steal God's blessing from you. And I sold that car that night. It's so important. You were immovable. You know, the devil couldn't move you. He couldn't budge you. He couldn't distract you. He couldn't destroy me. I think I needed the helmet of salvation on that one. <laughs> well, that's next. Don't talk that about that. That would have saved my head a you little know, bit. You know, let me say this. You know, things happen, okay? And but wait a minute. God did not do, knock a tile saw didn't. off and hit me in the head. That's and what that's what they think. would say. They would say, oh, I was bad, bad, bad. God threw a tile saw on my head. And people actually feel good about that. And they're happy. Wow. So go ahead, I'm sorry. Makes sense. But let me say this. Accidents do happen, things do happen, but the and the devil is really behind all evil, whether it's you know directly or indirectly. But here's where the enemy tries to attack. Okay, but okay. Once it does happen, let me just say that that's when the enemy tries to come in. In other words, the enemy didn't go, he didn't do that. I don't believe it. But once that happened, he had he could have had you. Now look. You're never going to be able to go to that car show. You're never, just go to the next car show. You'll sell it there. And maybe the buyer would have not been at the next one. Right. Well, forget the people that think God did it. Yeah, forget But I don't believe the devil can actually do that to a Christian who's walking with the Lord. Well, but how it he, fell doesn't matter. How it fell doesn't matter because things happen. But once it happens is when the enemy jumps right in here 
and says, you're never going to make this. This is horrible. You need to go to the hospital. You need all the things that you would think carnally is the enemy. You know, going back to the story on the 52 pickup that was all smashed up, right? I called the insurance people Mm -hmm. and I didn't know this, but she put collision insurance on that car and I didn't know. I would never, I, I never buy that kind of stuff because it's whatever. And I had a $25,000 insurance policy on it. God blessed me. Absolutely. You know, wow. it's the devil wow. trying to wow. do this wow. to me. And on top of that, I was blessed, blessed, and overblessed. Somehow I had insurance and they paid to fix the whole thing. And it'll come back better than it went in. And his reaction to all of these things was his shield of faith, quenching every fiery dart that the enemy was trying to bring against him. You know, God told me a long time ago when it comes to people, okay, he said, your reaction to what people do to you is more important to me than what people actually do to you. But, you know, I take that further. Al's reaction to what the devil was trying to do to him in his mind was more important to God than what the devil was trying to do in his mind. And, it, it, and you reacted right. And please understand one thing. When God says your, re, your, your reaction to this, your response to what happened is more important than what happened, what God is saying is if you have the right response, I'll bless you way more than you ever could have blessed yourself by. Wow. Do, do you see what I mean? He's wow. waiting for. In other words, God's saying, just give me a reason. I blessed you like, like crazy. Right. Right, he and you say, okay, I'm going to do this godly, and you did it his way, and you were a strong testimony, and man, the blessings come. It isn't like, suck it up. You got to eat this up. I'm only worried about your reaction to this thing. No, it's, it's not. more important. That's right. He's concerned about what happened to you. So much so, when you have the right reaction, he'll give you a hundredfold return on what you lost. Right. Every time right. I It get doesn't it. mean like it doesn't matter to him that that saw fell on you or whatever. It doesn't. It does matter to him. But he's looking at you and he's cheering you on. Yes. Saying, come on, have the right reaction. Have, like when you fell and broke your hip right in this room on this tile floor, the first thing you said was, I am healed. Who would do that? Nobody. You a normal move. person would say, um, help me, help me, Ooh, help me, I'm hurt. So when he fell, you know, and he's down there right now, now, in the mind, the fiery darts, boom, boom, boom. Right. When you get a symptom in your body, the fiery dart, boom, you take that shield of faith and say, no, you are not allowed to come onto me. I am the healed of God. My body is healed. My youth is renewed like the eagles. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's your shield of faith. And every fiery dart that comes here will just, it will have no effect whatsoever. Because you've got to see, and it doesn't matter what, you know, Mercy also says to me, she said this. She says this a lot, never put your sword down. And it's because God told her, don't ever lay your sword down. Wow. And don't ever lay your shield down. Don't ever get lazy. Don't ever, you know, uh, recently I had a little symptom. It wasn't even that bad, but I knew it. And, and you know, and I let it go for like five minutes. And I th- five minutes is a long time. You shouldn't do that, right? I, le- I, I let it go for five minutes and I'm walking around going, oh, this thing is still here. It's, it's actually a little different now. It's getting worse. And I realized what I was doing. Yeah. I wasn't taking it on at the onset. You let your sword down. Right. 
And you shield. And you I shield. mean, here comes the fiery dart, you know, and so, you know, and you, you know, sometimes we down. get tired. We kind of just, we, we let right, it down. Right. But God's not mad at you. You just exactly. simply say, Lord, I repent of that. I'm picking up my shield of faith and I'm fighting on this thing. And God will say, I'm in with you. Let's do this. Absolutely. So the shield of faith is important. It will protect you and it will push off the enemy. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.